Welcome to the Follow the Spirit podcast, where we discuss each week what we're studying at Women Inseparable. Here's Jacqueline and her guests. Hello, and welcome to Women Inseparable Follow the Spirit podcast. My name is Jacqueline Palmer. I get to join a group of girlfriends as we discuss the details of Thursday's scripture study, which we're doing a study on the, on the word worship. And in our study on the word worship, we're talking about the word love. We talked a lot about the word love. We'd had a assignment that we, can I say assignment? Is that the right word choice? We were talking about a personal challenge that was done in person, live Thursday morning. How did that feel? Ready, go. (laughs) So someone else has already mentioned to me that it was hard. And it was. I also felt that it was necessary. It was very emotional Mm -hmm. in that room. And it was very revealing Mm -hmm. as we listed out people around us and our families and our friends. And what do you first think of when you hear the word love connected to that person? Mm. And lots of tears Mm -hmm. were shed. For me, we listed our parents, dad, mom. Mm -hmm. My mom's been gone from earth for 20 years. And the tears came. Sure. And the first thing I think of with my mom is hugs. She loved to hug. And I also have a grandson who loves to hug. Mm. And so seeing kind of that full circle was good. Mm. My dad recently passed away. That man was full of joy. You couldn't walk in a room without him saying how glad he was to see you. And so it was great to have those positive things. But I also have a person in my life who's very domineering and overpowering. And love is not easy with her. But it was good to list everybody and not just the positive. Sure. And work through it. Sure. Oh, I like how you ended that. Work through it because it's a process. Mm-hmm. Mm. Any other, any other thoughts? As you think, as we sit here with the word love, because we hear the word love and it goes everywhere, especially when we all sat together. And mm-hmm. like you said, it was just raw. It was emotional. For some of us, it was unexpected. I know when it was just me and the Lord and the Lord's like, think about your husband and the name or the word that comes with your husband and think about your son. I was all gooey and gushy and like, oh, and then God had two specific names And I love that he gave me two that brought me a smile on my heart and two that brought words to my head. It's quite the difference, isn't there? And he showed me what love is and humanity. And then we looked at scripture and we sat together with Matthew 22, 37, and we heard Jesus say above all else, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And as we sat together, we didn't sit there and compare our versions. We didn't have a word dialogue of, oh, well, yours says mind, mine says strength. We didn't have any type of debate, any type of, well, what does this really mean? It kind of hit us right in the heart. Like, okay, so if we're going to focus on the words, you shall love, 
that has to answer the question, what is love? What is it? We have to figure that out. So we start with what we know. And what we know is what we see, what we hear, what we feel by humans. Some of it is good. Some of it are the broken pieces that we're trying to heal from. And it all is under the word love. It's fascinating, isn't it? So I had a really hard time with this assignment because every time I would think of a person's name, it was how I loved them. Hmm. And so that's why I kept going. And so I couldn't do the assignment the way it was assigned. But why couldn't that be the way it is? I guess, I guess it could be, but it, uh, it actually was very um, hard because I didn't, I feel I didn't love as I should have loved. I've done a lot of things and hmm. it's my fault hmm. that I didn't love the way I should have loved. The emotion that comes with the word love is shocking. Isn't it shocking? He sat there with our group, our room full of our women, and we could feel one another's emotion. We couldn't see each other's paper. We couldn't see each other's faces. From my seat, I could. I favor, I favor my seat in the room. Being able to have one-on-one conversation with every single individual that comes into our studies. And Thursday was such a precious, precious moment for us. We hear the word love and we go to ourself. And we go to those that hurt us. And we go to those that held us. Jesus says, love, love me. Love me. And we sit there and think, how? How can I? Because you gave me this person to love and I failed. You gave me this marriage to love, and I didn't know what to do with it. You gave me this opportunity to love, and I didn't walk through that door. And all of these emotions. Or we come through the other, like Darlene started us with, of saying, well, this person came into my life and showed love in a beautiful way. And this person is in my life, and they're supposed to love me, and they're showing me in such a difficult way. And we get so discombobulated with the word love. And it's all humanity. And I think the most powerful thing, if we allow it, is if we can keep what we wrote on paper, on paper. Keep it on paper. The relationships are real. The memories are real. The past is real. The future is real. Things are. That's what it is on earth. But we're told over and over and over and over and over in scripture, set your eyes on things above. Keep your mind where Christ is. And where is Christ? He's above. Why is Christ above? Because Christ has risen again. Why did Christ rise again? Because he died. Why did Christ die? Because we had sins. We had sins that needed to be forgiven. We needed to be demonstrated the very love of God. So while we were in the depth of our sin, Jesus died for us. And he rose again. And he ascended again, and he's above. When we think of love and humanity, and then we think of love for eternity, we have got to be able to separate that. We have to. I didn't realize how much we had to until I sat among us. And I saw how impactful this assignment was that God gave me to do, and how impactful you could feel it in our little group at the table. It feels exactly like it felt on Thursday, doesn't it? You you can feel it. 
It's like we're sitting near each other, wanting to hug one another, but at the same time feeling a little bit vulnerable and not wanting to be hugged or seen. Do you feel that same? Yeah. Yes. That, that contrast. God says, I love you with a love that's bigger than all of that. And he says, I want you to love me with a love that's bigger than that. How do we do that? What's our next step? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how to love like he loves. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to... I think I don't know how to accept that kind of love either. Mm-hmm. Have you been thinking about those two things this week? No, but I think I'm... Because <laughs> I think I'm putting a wall up. Oh. So. Oh. Which is easy to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like the... Maybe not the queen, but at least the princess of walls. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just God's love that helps you take that wall down bit by bit and trust him to rebuild a good relationship where hurt can come in from those that love us, that profess to love us, that we want to love, and that we want to love us. So are we nervous that if we break down that wall and receive God's love, and it's purity and intensity, and we learn how to give our love with that same level of depth, are we afraid that if we take away that wall between us and God, then we're now left vulnerable with the humans around us? Yes, I would say so. That's what I felt before, that I am opening myself up. If I let those walls down with people that have hurt me, I know I've done that in the past. Um, with Thursdays, writing the names down, it was very, very difficult for me. And I know this last week, um, I thought about, you know, how am I going to love like he loves? Um, and then, you know, it starts at the cross and he gave us that and then he put his love inside me. So I've asked him to teach me. Um, I've spent a lot of time in the Word, and He's going to have to teach me to love those people, and I have to trust Him no matter what happens. And I know I'm working on that, that things don't always go the way I want them to. And I'm getting to where I don't even ask why, Mm -hmm. if it's not the way I want to, whether it be a healing of my own or someone we love or whatever the situation. I feel like I'm really starting to walk in that level where Whatever happens, I know you're there. You're gone before me. And just, like you said, trying to take down that wall with these people. I think you do have to take little steps towards those people. Um, I'm learning not to just put the wall down and then just take what's coming at me, but use some wisdom, ask them for wisdom in those situations. What about when it comes to your wall with your love for God? Receiving his love, giving your love. I mean, to be forgiven, it is really hard for me. I'm trying to accept who I am and who he's made me to be and trusting that as I move forward, 
little by little. And I allow him to work in me. Um, it, it's getting easier, but it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around how much he loves me. Mm -hmm. um, I always picture when I'm trying to picture his love, I think of the love I have for my son and my girls, my granddaughters. So I try to picture that, but I know it's bigger. And it's like, how do you, how do you even imagine bigger? You know, what I wouldn't do for them, what they mean to me. So that's kind of where I'm at as I try to compare, which I know that it's bigger, mm -hmm. his love for me. But to be able to really walk in that all the time, no. It, it, it's hard sometimes to, to really grasp that. I mean, I, don't, I can't grasp it. But. I don't think we ever will. Yeah. Until First Corinthians yeah. 13 says, when I behold your face, I shall see it all. Colossians tells us that we will be in his glory. Oh, what a day. What a day that'll be. Yeah. Until then, we get to live in our humanity and love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul. And like you just mentioned, Gina, you've got the word mind. What does that look like when we commit, compare or not compare? When we build from the first two weeks of worship study with the mind. We talked about remembering. We talked about meditating. We talked about pondering. And then we moved from the mind, and we went straight to the heart. <laughs> we literally went from the mind straight to the heart. Do you think God had a purpose for that? We do a lot of studies, don't we? As, as Christian women, we do a lot of Bible studies. And a lot of our Bible studies are in our head. They're in our head. Jesus is like, let's go. This is our worship study. This is our worship study. This is not about your head. This is not about you trying to do the next step or you improving or whatever. This is about me, your Savior, Jesus Christ, demonstrating the love of your Father who is in heaven and you who I love so much. This is what this study is. What are your thoughts when it comes to getting what's in your mind, what you know, those statements that, that have stuck with you, and then you think about love? For me, I, I think that when I reflect back on different, you know, I guess you'd go back to your family members that, you, that loved you and that you loved. I think about, I, I think that the Lord has taken me on a journey because I loved in a human way when I was younger. And I think at this point, I, I look back and I realize that, you know, I did have parents, thank goodness, that that did love love you, love the Lord. But, and they taught me, like, you know, to apologize, to forgive. I could see imperfection in the way that, you know, I'm thinking of my parents, that they loved they loved well at times and they didn't love well at times. But the thing that was consistent was talking respectfully and um, apologizing and starting again. And so, you know, with my siblings, with, you know, being married, having children, that's just been a theme. And I, more than ever, the last maybe 10 years, I just try to love. And I'm, I'm asking myself the question, what does love, what is love? I mean, it's not the way humans love. But to go back and see what the word says and align my mind up, you know, I'm going back to that again, 
with what the word says. I don't know. I'm not sure if this is right, but how I feel right at this moment and in this time in my life is I don't, I'm not going to let another human hurt me. I'm going to wrap it in the word and that's my shield and that's my protection. And then I can go forward and I can love freely and I don't have to love because someone's telling me I have to, you know, and give my attention to some, I, I, I feel like at this time in my life, I'm going where the spirit tells me to go. And then with that said, the two people I'm trying to learn how to love better, I would say are my grandchildren. I, I want to, that's my prayer. I want to reach them in the way that they need to be reached. And I don't know how to do that. So I can give hugs. I can listen. But I feel like there's something I'm missing sometimes. As if it'd be helpful if there was a rule book for every single human in our life. That said, yeah. this, the, here's, here's your person. Here's how to love. Here's what they're going to do. And here's how you respond. And it'll be perfect. And it'll be wonderful. And ta-da. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was really hard for me. Um, growing up, a lot of people in my life, I just felt unloved. And so it was really hard for me to put that into words in this study or challenge. And, uh, and like Gail said, in return, I don't feel like I, I loved back like I should have. And maybe it would have all been different. And so now I'm just trying to focus on God's love that, you know, it's never ending, you know, and it's, he's faithful and he has forgiven me for all of that. And it's like starting over. That's where I'm at. Do you feel like that's a good place to be? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I feel like. I have another chance to love. But some of those people, I can't go back Mm -hmm. and change things. But God can. Yeah. That's God's love. So thankful for that. Don't you love how God says, Jesus says, the greatest commandment of all, of all the things, is to love the Lord your God. He doesn't say go back to those past people and demonstrate your love differently. Go back to your past stories and fix the problem. He doesn't say go back and heal it. He says, love the Lord your God. Start over, start fresh, start new because I'm Jesus. Always and forever, it's me. I'm the one who's paid for your sins. I'm the one who conquered the death. I'm the one who conquered everything. And like Darlene mentioned last week in our discussion, Jesus nailed it all on the cross. It's all on the cross. It's gone. It's gone. And Jesus says, above all else, love me. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. How personal is he? Don't go and get a new heart. (laughs) As you are where you are, love me with all of your heart. You say, but what is my heart? Figure it out. How fun is that? It's who you are right now. It's not who you were yesterday. It's not who you were last week. It's not who you were a decade ago. It's not all of that. It's who. It's your, it's your heartbeat today. This very, very moment, love the Lord your God with all of it. And when a moment passes, a minute passes, love the Lord with all of it. And when another minute passes, love the Lord with all your heart. Every heartbeat at that very moment, love the Lord your God with all of it. That's what he wants. 
every heartbeat. Does, doesn't that knock out all of the past stories? Because you're not focused on your past stories. Right now, right now I've got to focus on my heartbeat right now. And right now my heartbeat is free because of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's his blood that is flowing through me. I am washed white as snow and I love the Lord with all my heart. Every moment. And when Satan comes at you and says, oh, but you don't have the right to love the Lord God with all your heart because of A, B, and C. You say in the name of Jesus Christ, you have no place here. This is not about you. This is not about the past. This is not about that person. It's not about that failure. It's about me and about my Savior, Jesus Christ, whom I love with all my heart. And you press forward one heartbeat at a time. Next week, this Thursday, we get to talk about love again. And I feel like I wonder how many of us that have listened to last Thursday's session on worship, love part one, how many of us have wondered throughout the week. So now that I've separated my, my human love, my earthly love, my past love, my scars and joys and all of that, now, now what? I wonder how many of us have been asking that question. I know I have. (laughs) (laughs) How do I love? This Thursday, we get to do love part two. We get to do love part two. And can I tell you right now that God's going to show himself and we're going to learn how to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind. That's how big he is. He can get over that question. He can get over that question in each of our souls and meet us where we are. Oh, isn't he so good? He's so good. We have so much more to talk about. Yes, we do. <laughs> I know. Can we make this an hour-long podcast? I, I think that it could easily be. <laughs> However, can I just say this to each of us at the table and for each of you? I'm looking, literally, I'm looking at my mic. For each of you that are listening to this, can I tell you how covered in prayer you are? Not just but from my, my, my longing to pray for you and not from the girls at this table that are praying severely over your hearts, but your Father God... Your Jesus Christ in John 17 is praying for you. You are not alone in this journey. You are not alone in, in this journey. You are covered in prayer, covered in prayer, so immensely covered in prayer. And I pray that you'll focus on that and that you'll set your eyes, set your mind, and remember who you are. You are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being part of our conversation, whether you put in your words or if you're listening while walking around the park. Thank you for being here. Your presence, your presence means everything. I will see you next week. <laughs>